，喂喂，不要怕，你是个好娃娃，或者好娃娃，我我是好娃娃，你是好娃娃，我是好娃娃，因为嗯，因为昨天的 group coaching call 很好。不错啦，不错哈，真的很好，<笑>是不错还是很好啊？<笑>哦，对我来说不错就是很好。哦，谢谢你 ，Thank you so much.、嗯、yeah, so we had a group coaching call for Lighto Academy members yesterday. Yes, and I think it's our fifth one, fourth or fifth one, fifth one. Uh, yes, we're now fifth month、track. already. We're now fifth month, right? And every month we will all gather. And once then, a month, yes. Yeah, once a month, and I will do group coaching, lah. So basically, anybody who has any challenges or issues or problems, they bring it to the call,、mm. and then we will coach live. And all the other Xiao Maos will watch it like a reality TV show like that. Right, and、yes. it's it, it's actually not as scary as it sounds.、Mm. Why do you think it's scary to some people? Oh, because you are you know you have to put yourself in the spotlight. Ah, and then you have to uh be very vulnerable. Yes, yes, yes. And you have to talk about uh you know your your issues and all that. I think some people are not comfortable with that.、Mm. But having seen. Um, quite a few live coaching sessions.、Mm. Yeah, I realized that it is not as scary as it seems.、Mm. Firstly, because everybody is so loving, loving, judgment free. Correct, correct. Yes,、yeah. I think the container, the community. That's why it's a safe space, right? The community and the container is very important for people to be able to show up as themselves.、Mm. Because when we do coaching, it's usually struggles and challenges. They are very personal things. Yes. Right. So you are afraid of actually sharing. Sometimes you don't even tell your closest friends these things that you're struggling with.、Mm. So you bring the problem to be coached. You have to say everything. And I think the number one principle is that you need to be brutally honest. Otherwise, we'll be coaching around lies. So that's when you have to confront your biggest fears, your truest desires. Mm. You know,、um, if you're lying to yourself, you have to admit that you're lying to yourself.、Mm. Yeah, so yeah. very very powerful experience. Powerful.、Um, mm. I love how one of the Xiao Mao's right.、Mm. We could feel her energy change、mm. uh, since last month、mm. she came on, right? Yeah. And then she brought quite a pressing issue issue yeah. Yeah. to you.、Mm-hmm. Uh, her anxiety, right?、Mm. And then this month we when we heard her again, felt like her voice changed. Yeah, the life force, the shining、yeah. li. Yeah, correct. Yeah,、you、can feel like there's this, there's a deeper sense of stability to her. Yeah, it's an energetic more shift, more grounded. The voice is more full. It's got energy. It's got power. Yes, much、yeah. less fear in her. I,、mm. I can feel、mm. because I think the first call when she came with the anxiety, she was very wispy. The voice,、mm. almost trembling, wispy and desperate, long desperate,、yes. graspy. Feels like oh, I've tried. She she tried a lot of different things already,、mm. and she was trapped in. Like this thought loop,、mm. you know.、Mm. Mm. Yeah. So yesterday, so I'm on a high lah. After yesterday's group coaching call, so as usual. Yeah. So, so、uh, today's episode is called "Powerful Distinctions to Supercharge Your Life." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, what are distinctions? Distinctions are differences and contrasts between similar things or people. Okay. Yes. And it allows us more clarity. So that we can create more awareness and discover more about our beliefs. So this is a tool that I share with my clients, especially sometimes they bring certain issues and they tell me the state that they are in, and then we try and illuminate the state and say, "Are you actually in this state, or are you actually in this state?" There is、mm. a difference. There is a distinction. Yes.、Mm. Yes. So it's a powerful tool to find another way to look at the same situation. Which means today's class is a reframing tool that you can use.、Mm, Very powerful. Okay, okay. okay, so we have thirteen distinctions that I'm going to share. 
，OK， 准备好了吗？好了，林老师要上课喽，各位同学。Yes， 林仙姑下凡。哎，其实我发现我们很久没有用这个林仙姑，<笑>是吗？对，再来多一次。林仙姑，林老师下凡。OK， 林仙姑也下凡。<笑>很多人下凡了哈。<笑> OK， 说、so、听好哈。We're going to start with the number one distinction, which is the number one foundational principle that we always teach all of Xiaomao's at the academy. It is. Circumstance versus thoughts, which is also story versus facts. Well, okay, this is this is this is the magical key. Leh. Yeah. So actually, if there's only one distinction that you take away from today's class, it's this one. Mm. Then the other twelve you don't have to listen really. Okay.、Yep. But this one is all about how the circumstance around us, which includes um our external world, the events that happen, the objects, the Human beings, your bosses, anything—the weather, you know, the traffic, the food, the queue, whatever. Covid. These are all what we call circumstances.、Mm. Okay, and there's the circumstances, and there is the thoughts that you have about the circumstances. Right. So you felt that it was necessary to talk about this because. We always confuse the two. Yes,、right? a lot of people come to a coaching call, right? Or my clients come to me and they present their thoughts, like their facts about <laughs> the world.、Mm-hmm. They tell me, you know, I've got a bitchy boss, right? Then they don't、and、realize. And it makes me very upset. Yeah, they think that that is the event, that is the circumstance, that's the that's the situation, right? So that's what makes making them upset because the boss is a bitch. Right, yeah, yeah. but actually, no. Boss is a bitch. It's not a circumstance. It's a thought.、Mm, so you can have a boss who is a bitch, and you are perfectly happy. Yes, or you don't think that that boss is a bitch because it is subjective. Yep. Right. So you need to be able to separate the circumstance from the thought. Okay. The story from the fact. Correct. Facts means that it must be. I always say, right? What makes a C a C? A circumstance a C. It's that it must be facts. They must be neutral, and it must be. Um, you must be able to prove it in the court of law, which means if you you present the facts to hundred people, hundred people must agree that the boss is a bitch.、Oh. As long as one person doesn't agree, like the boss him or herself doesn't agree that he or she is a bitch, then that is not a fact.、Mm. It's an opinion,、mm. which is your thought. Okay. 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 So,、um, what if you have a serious illness?、Mm-hmm. Your serious illness is a fact, right? No, serious illness is not a fact. Illness is a fact. Yes, serious. How serious is it? Subjective. <laughs> See. Interesting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what you want to do is like when we do the thought modeling, when we put down the C line, when we explain the C, we need it to be as factual as possible. Oh, okay. Right. So it can be、um, stage three cancer. That's factual. Okay. So oh, okay. That's what you mean, right? Yeah. You cannot say. You cannot say it's serious, serious illness. No. Because what's serious to one person is not serious to the other person. Mm. Right, so you so make be, it as neutral as possible, as factual as possible, as factual. So, for example, you might so usually my client will say my boss is a bitch, right? Then I'll be say, okay, that's a thought. They say no, my boss is a bitch. So I say, so what happened there? So they will tell me the story, ah,、huh? story, story, story. You know, my boss was you know come in and then was like throwing things yeah, around. Yeah, then I say throw what?、Mm. Then I say throw. I don't know lah. I now throw lah. I say huh? So so really? Are you sure the person threw something or is it opinion? Mm. Okay. Or my my boss said this or said that. No, she was very rude. I say rude. Okay, rude is a thought. It's an opinion. What did he or she say? So I say, oh, he said that my work was bad. Why did you turn in shoddy work? So I say, okay, why did you turn in shoddy work? Is seven words. Those are facts. We put it down in your C line. So my boss said seven words. To yeah.、Me. Yes. And the words are neutral. 
the words in and of itself, if you read it in a storybook, will you get angry? The same words? No. Ah, that's my point, right? Mm. But it's your interpretation of the seven words mm. that conjures a thought. So right? if you want to become immune yes. to all these things, yes. you look at it as factual as possible. Yes. You can tell them that actually they're just sounds. So you can detach yourself. Correct. They're just sounds coming out from a person's <laughs> mouth. Right? Why are you turning in shoddy work? It's just sounds. Yeah. Right? Isn't it interesting? Interesting. Yeah. So this is how we separate the stories from the facts. Like it's very, very powerful. Okay? Uh. End of class. Kenji is going to be very happy because Okay. Number two. Okay. Number two. Victor versus hero. Yeah, so this is tied very closely to point number one. Okay, Heroes have an awareness of their own freedom of choice, their own power, and they love to make and keep agreements. They own their own spirit and energy and have a sense of personal responsibility and self-control. Victims, on the other hand, are victims of circumstances, right? Who navigate their days based on their shifting feelings based on the thoughts that they have about a neutral circumstance. Mm. You see what's happening? Yep. So when you are a victim, means that you're saying that you relinquish all your um, feelings and your responsibility to things happening outside of you. Then why do so many of us like to be a victim? Because we don't practice emotional adulthood. Mm. We are not being responsible. We are saying that other people are responsible for how we feel. Yep. This is because we have not been taught. Right? But the way you're feeling is all you. It's never the other person. Mm. So, I think a lot of us, it's not that we choose to be victims. Mm. It's that we don't even know that we, mm. can, we can choose not to be victims. Correct. Right? Because who wants to be a victim, right? It doesn't Correct. feel good to be a victim. It doesn't feel good. But some people actually don't know that there's another option out there. Correct. And in a way when they feel like they are a victim and they tell their story over and over again, right? They're victim, they're unvictimized, unvictimized. They tell the story over and over again. In a way, it feels good to them because they're always justifying their emotions. Mm. So and, the emotion right. in and of itself might not feel good. Like for example, you're angry. It doesn't feel good. But being able to justify the anger feels good. Mm. So it's a secondary feeling. Mm -hmm. So you continue to play the story over and over and over again just because it's shook. Right. But in the long run, you lose control of your life. In the long run, you are a victim. You're playing a victim card. You yeah. keep telling the victim story makes you a victim. Mm, and you will never be the hero of your own story. Correct. Yeah. So we want to be able to shift to a more empowered state. right? Being a victim is you're weak, you're vulnerable, you're powerless. Mm. But when you're a hero and you assume full responsibility for how you feel, you become very empowered. Yeah? Nice. You want to shift the mindset from the world happens to me to I have the power to choose how right. I want to feel. Right. Reclaim what I want to your think. power. Exactly. And this changes everything and it will empower yourself to take action. Mm. Okay? What's the next one? Expectations versus agreements. Yes. Huh. This, this is a big one. This is a big one. Actually, we coached about this yesterday. Yes. Expectations is always the root cause for a lot of disappointment and frustration and anger. Yes. And then also, it's so difficult to realize that you're unhappy because of your own expectations. Yeah. But most <laughs> of the time, or 99% of the time, it's because of 
of this. Yes, it's because we have unwritten rules. We have Correct. invisible rules. Manuals. I call it the manual, the fucking manual. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why yesterday we were saying that we need to have a ritual whereby we all write down our manual, we bring our manuals and we shred it or we burn it together. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, an expectation. Let me um, distinguish the two, okay? And an expectation is when you have a strong belief that another person will do something, okay? The problem is expectations happen only inside of yourself. <laughs> It's not vocalized. It's, the other person doesn't know about it. It's all in your brain. Okay. Now, an agreement is different. An agreement is a commitment between you and another person to make something happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, expectation is just you and your expectation alone. Mm. Agreement is between two parties. Okay. Expectations lead to disappointment and conflict. And this is why it's important to create clear agreements. Yeah. Okay. So I have an example here. Okay. So imagine uh, you expect your husband to take out the trash every day, empty the rubbish bin. Okay. But he never does it. Mm. Okay. So you, because you cannot tahan, tabele tahan. So you look at the trash, you say, okay, uh, he doesn't clear the trash. So I better clear it. Right. So you will be very angry. You go and clear the trash because you cannot stand a dirty house. But because you didn't ask and he assumed you're okay with it. Right. So it will always perpetuate. Mm. Because there, is, there was no agreement between you and the husband to begin with in the first place. Mm. So it's, you have to talk about it. Yes. You have to make your expectation known, yeah? Yes. Relationships. Okay. As, as, and then also with business also, with your business partner. Correct. So right. when you are angry or frustrated, think, is this, if, if you keep thinking like, he should have done that, she should have done that, that sounds like an expectation. Okay. Burn the manual. Burn the manual. Yes. The next one. Consideration versus decision. Yes. Okay, so you sometimes when you make a decision and you're considering, it's two different states that you're in, okay? Mm. When you're considering your options, before you make a big decision, you have to think things through. You're considering, right? Consideration is an exploration of different options. Okay, making a decision is when you are ready to narrow down all the plethora of options into one crystallized choice. Mm. That's decision-making. Now, consideration and the thinking can take a very long time. Mm. But the decision is made in a fraction of a second. Mm-mm-mm. Right? It can be, it happen in an instant. Yep. Okay. okay. So you need to differentiate which stage you're actually in. Mm. Which means sometimes you don't have to rush into a decision. Mm. A lot of us are so hurried to decide what we want to do. But maybe you're not ready to make a decision yet. Maybe you don't have enough data. Maybe there's a gap. Maybe you need to seek quality advice. Maybe you need to talk to someone. Maybe you need to sit and think and reflect and meditate and evaluate. Mm. So that is consideration, mm. not decision. You're not ready to make a decision yet. Right, okay. Okay, so the advice here is take the time if you are in the consideration stage. Okay. Okay? Number five, mm. serving versus pleasing. I like this. <laughs> this is a big one for chronic people pleasers. Okay, the difference is serving is when we give something without expecting anything in return. Okay, so we're fully focused in the other person. So we're serving servitude. Pleasing, on the other hand, is giving something while expecting recognition or something else in return. Mm. So the energy is very different, huh? Okay? Now, this can be very draining for our energy if you're constantly pleasing people. Okay? And it will leave us feeling unappreciated if you're in pleasing mode. Okay? So, for people who have very poor personal boundaries, this is a great distinction for you to start practicing. Mm. You want to shift away from pleasing to serving. Yep. Okay? Now, so for example, right, you are someone whom you say that um, 
uh, like we have one Selma who was saying that she wanted to welcome friends to the house. <laughs> she was mm. saying that um, she needs to cook for them. And then what if the food it is not good? It needs to be perfect. What if the food is not nice? <laughs> then I asked her, what if the food is not nice? And I said, then people will not be pleased with me. Yeah. People will know I'm my friends. Yeah, then I yeah. said, you remember I like, I was like, huh, this kind of friends you want, ah. Right? But it's all these own self-expectations for yourself. Yep. Right? And because you want to be pleasant to people, you want people to mm. like you, you want people to enjoy you and appreciate you. So you do all that. Yep. Okay? And you try to constantly help other people and make people happy, but you feel like no one appreciates. Right? It seems like no one is noticing. Okay? You don't even know whether you're doing a good job or not. Then what happens? You go out and you continue to please even more, even harder. Mm. So that other people can finally see how great you are. It's exhausting. It is. Right? So, uh, I would like to invite you chronic people pleasers to come from a place of servi- service and servitude, okay? And establish clear boundaries for yourself, mm. okay? I think when you come from a place of really you want to give, right? You will not be noticing what you get back. Yes. Right? So, I feel this relates to also like um, pleasing versus true kindness. Mm. A lot of times we think we're kind, mm. but it's because we don't want people to be angry with us, right? Mm. Uh, or we want people to think well of us. Mm. So we're just pleasing in order to get something that we want. Correct. But true kindness, uh, you don't get anything back mm-hmm. one. There are no rewards mm-hmm. except the internal The feeling that joy, you get by being right? kind, yes. That is payment in and of itself. Correct. So I think when we're doing so-called charitable things, mm-hmm. This is a distinction that is very important to remember. Yes. Are you trying to please the world? Mm-hmm. You know? Or are you trying to come across a certain way? Or are you really truly giving? Yes. If you're just trying to please the world or create an image for yourself, you might as well don't yes. do it. Yes. So it's like, is it transactional giving? Yes. Right? Does it come with conditions attached, like hidden conditions attached. Yeah. And if it doesn't happen, again, this boils down to expectations, right? Or an mm. agreement. Like you're saying, I'm so nice to you. The expectation is that you reciprocate. Yeah. Okay, that is still a condition attached. Correct. It's not unconditional giving or serving. Mm. It is really pleasing people mm. so that you can be pleased back in return. Yeah. Right? So it's transactional law. So we need to have a lot of awareness law to, mm-hmm. to see the distinctions between these two different kinds of things. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay, next one. Oh, that's why this episode is so important, right? Yes, because it's <laughs> a fine line, right? It feels serving and pleasing. Sometimes it looks like it's the same. Exactly. Right? But you realise that, oh, now there's a difference. I check in. Oh my God, I've always been in pleasing mode. Yeah. So then you shift to serving mode. This is yes. how we start to supercharge our life. Yes. Yeah? And then mm. you realise, oh, like uh, when you are coming from a serving place, right? Mm. You feel much more grounded. Mm. It's very different. Mm. Then people will say, then what's the point of serving? Ah, that's a question you got to ask yourself. Mm. If you're asking this question, then do you want to serve? Maybe you don't. Maybe then you, you don't. got to be honest with yourself. Yes, at least don't lie to yourself. Yeah. Right? Be honest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, maybe some people are just not made to serve other then people. Then don't right? serve. Then that's it. If I mean, if that doesn't light you up, but mm-hmm. I believe that most people are lit up from within when they yes. serve. I tell you, the, the reward actually is in and of itself the, the act of giving and loving people. Yeah. It brings you a lot of joy. Yes. Mm. This is why we do our podcast. Correct. Really, we are doing it to serve you. Yes. And it feels damn good. <laughs> right? Of course, we enjoy our time also while yeah, we're yeah. doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think 80% of it is to serve the people who listen Correct. to our podcast. Correct. Mm. All right, yeah. next distinction. Information versus transformation. Yes. So, you know, there's a lot of information out there 
And the danger of that wow, is that we're all one. constantly consuming and learning and procrastinating learning, right? Yes. We are consuming and we're not creating. Yeah. There is a lot of information. So you buy a course, you go through the course and you do no shit. You don't act on the course. You take no action. There's no execution, right? Yeah. It's learning versus execution, right? You have all this amazing, brilliant energy and know-how and information in your head, but you don't express it. You don't channel mm. it out. You don't manifest it into tangible things. So lots of information, no insight, no integration, no execution, no creation, no practice. This is a scary one. <laughs> Because yes. you can spend many years doing this one, eh? mm-hmm. spending thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. And the perfectionists love to languish in this state, mm. which is maybe I can learn another thing before I start my whatever, mm. before I write my book, before I release a course, before I start my business. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Then I'll be more ready. Yeah. And you just consume and consume and consume. But the fact is that it's like a fire hose. It's like a water hose. The content and information that's out there is more than you can ever consume in 100 lifetimes. Yep. And it's still prof- proliferating. Yeah. <laughs> right? So it's really um, a matter of knowing when is enough. Mm. And then, then using the information that you already have and do mm. something about it. Then if you need to do on-the-spot learning at the next stage, then you do more learning. Yes. And you know, sometimes it comes to a point right, where you realise you are reading the same thing for the fifth time yes. from a different source. Yes. <laughs> Procrastinating learning. And you're, still, you're still reading. You already know the concepts already. What's missing is not that you need more information. Correct. What's missing is the accountability and the execution. Yeah. Which is what we do a lot of in the Lighto Academy. We do oh, wow. a whole what a lot of practicing. Yes, because for example, why would you want to learn the join the Lighto Academy when you can listen to all our podcasts and so many other podcasts out there and learn? Mm, 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 it's mm, because mm. we know that the information is not what will change your life. Yeah. What is transformative is the practice and the embodiment of the information. Yeah, if you, you can read about running, but if you don't ever run, yeah. you'll never yeah. get healthier. You can read all about the most beautiful uh, um, um, delicacies about and love. Uh, oh, whatever. Okay. Then you don't eat, you still be hungry. Your heart. Correct, correct. Right. Yeah. So I have this book about kindness uh, uh-huh. at home. So we can read that book, long. Uh, but you don't practice kindness. It's such a kindness. great book. Mm. But then you don't do anything kind. Mm. Mm. That book might as well don't exist, right? Correct. So understanding a concept means no shit. Mm. Until the rubber hits the road. Yeah, beautiful okay? one. How are you enjoying this podcast? I hope you are. I hope you are because you're still with us. You're still listening. So Mm. if you are, can you please uh, maybe take a screenshot Mm -hmm. of your phone's Mm -hmm. uh, podcast app and Mm. then maybe post it on IG? Yeah, and tag us. Thank you. uh. Mm. Bye. Bye. Right, next one. Tired versus drained. Okay, this is very important because a lot of us, there's so much happening in our world right now. Very fast-paced. And we're constantly doing, 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 you know, doing one task to another non-stop. So it's normal to feel tired when you are working, okay? Taking care of your family, especially those, my friends with kids, ah, wow, you know, no time for themselves, no me time. They take care of their home, take care of themselves, take care of their families, their moms, you know? And you can be tired, but also feel fulfilled. Mm. That's tired. Now, drain is very different. Okay? You feel drained when you're doing something that is not inspiring for you and not in alignment with your core values. Right, okay. okay? So, the antidote is very simple. You, firstly, you've got to notice, am I tired or am I drained? So, it's like, am I a good kind of tired or yes. a bad kind of tired? Am I, am I tired because, okay, I'm not having enough rest, you know, I'm doing too much, I'm a bit overwhelmed, okay, but I'm, I feel fulfilled. 
Mm-hmm. Right, like for Correct. you right now, this season, right? You have yes. got shoots after shoots after shoots. Then you got to write the the uh, <laughs> magazine for Lighto Academy. You have to do the newsletter. We got to do podcasts, and then our space is coming up. Yeah, a lot tired sometimes, right? Yeah. But fulfill or not? Yes. Yes. So you're not drained. Not drained. Correct. Drain is more like a core energy that's depleted, right? So if you're tired, the- you know you can be drained, right? Doing mm. very little or something that you hate. Yes. Because the drain doesn't come from the exerting. The drain comes from the misalignment. Mm. Right? It's like a soul thing. Mm. It's energetics, right? And you know it. Yes. You know it. You might not immediately know it because we like to lie to ourselves. Mm-hmm. But you know it. Mm-hmm. You just sit with yourself for a bit and you know whether you like your job or not or you mm. hate it. Mm. So the antidote is very simple. If you're tired, rest, sleep up, do less. Okay? Make sure that you take, uh, make, do radical self-care. But if you're drained... Then you need to reflect on what is it that you want in your life. How is it that you want to feel? What do you want to explore next? Okay? How do you envision your future? And you've got to take the necessary steps to move forward while taking care of your energy. That's why yesterday in the group coaching call, you know, we talked about our, the top 20 things that we want in our life. Mm. Right? And then at the end, I tell them to, uh, the Siamas to rank the top five priorities. Yes. And the last two questions I ask is, okay, why did you rank your priorities like this? And how are you living your life right now? Mm. Is the way you're living your life expressing these five top priorities? If not, is there something that needs to be changed? Mm. So when you feel that, okay, you verbally on paper, you're telling yourself these are very important. Like for example, you tell yourself family is important, right? Uh, My work is important or my health is important. But then you look at what you're doing day to day, no time with family, right? Eating junk food all the time, you're not exercising, you're not sleeping enough, you're smoking, you're drinking, you're partying. Then it's out of alignment. Mm. Then it's no surprise that you're drained. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Wow. Mm. Okay, mm. next. Living in the past mm. versus living with the past. Yes. Living in the past versus living with the past. Mm. Okay, so this is also similar to the victim and hero thing. Right. So we all have past events in our life, right? We all have a story that's been built up by our past experiences. The problem with that is when we stay living in that past, right? And we allow that past, especially when it's a traumatic one, when it's a negative one, to control our experience and our present life. Mm. Okay? So when we leave out our past and learn from our experiences instead of letting them dictate our future, then we are living with the pa- past. Mm-hmm. Okay? And we are able to expand our growth. This distinction is very important for those of us who have trouble making progress. Like you're stuck, you're rooted in a victim story, victimhood. Like you've been in a bad relationship. Mm -hmm. And then, so if you live in the past, means that you're not very scared. Correct. To meet new people. But if you live with the past, then now you, maybe you're more cautious, Mm -hmm. you know, or or maybe now you um, are more selective about the people that you meet. Mm. Right? Mm. So now you meet better people. Correct. So you don't, let, forward. you don't let the past define you. What happens is that what's happened already happened. You don't go back to the past to bargain with it, right? So like, for example, you've gone through maybe two failed marriages. Okay, you can let that two failed marriages define you as someone who sucks at relationships. Like, okay, love will never work for me or I will never find true love ever again, mm. right? But that is letting your past define you and it's actually stumbling your growth and your future. So you're very past-focused to the extent that your future is being compromised. Yeah. So we want to shift away and distinguish between living in the past and living with the past. It is not to say that the past didn't happen, but we make peace with it, we analyse it, we unpack it, 
and we look at okay, what does this mean? Mm. Right? We reevaluate and say, okay, this didn't work out. So how can I be better? Yeah. What is it that I truly want? Correct. Then you move forward. Yes. And just now you said, right? It's not that we throw away the past. In fact, we don't want to do that. Mm. Because the past it's is why what makes us, right? Yes. Remember we played the song Where the Lost Things Go? Yes. All yes. the things that we lost we had, we lost in our life. Mm-hmm. They are also important. Eh? Mm-hmm. They, are, they, are, they make us who we are today. Mm-hmm. So even if we had really bad things happen to us, we should still live with them mm-hmm. and not totally throw them away. Yeah. But, we, but we don't live in them, right? Right. They are all valid events and experiences that you have accumulated over life, right? It's what makes you you. It's an ag- ag- agglomeration, aggregation, addition. Everything makes you you. And that's why your life is rich. Yeah. yeah? Right. And then all this richness... It's, it's like, what do you want to do with all this sorrow and pain and hurt, disappointment, anger, uh, failures, you know, being let down? How do you want to um, bring this whole bundle mm. of human richness forward? Yes. Right? Oh my God. This mm. reminds me of this poem right, by um, Naomi Nye. Have you heard before? Yes, yes. It's called Kindness. Not that particular one. Tell me. So this particular, uh, because this poem is about kindness, right? And mm. she said, before you know what kindness really is, you must uh, lose things mm. and you must also uh, experience sorrow mm. as the other deepest thing before you can recognize kindness mm-hmm. as the d- deepest thing within you. Mm-hmm. So it demonstrates this idea of like, before you can know what light is, you need to know what dark is. Not, you yeah, need darkness. to know what darkness is. Yes. So your past might be filled with addiction, mm-hmm. depression, anxiety. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Really recognize them as gifts. Yes. Because without those, right, you really, really cannot see the light. Yes. You might see the light, but it's not. it, it will not be as vibrant yes. as after you have experienced all this darkness. It won't touch you in such an intense way without yeah. knowing the polarities, right? right? So yeah. thank your addiction, your depression, your pain, your loss, your sorrow. Mm. I think it's so important for us to remember that. Mm, I think what Naomi is saying in that um, poem Poem. is uh, the power of and the concept of contrast. Mm. Life is rich because there's contrast, Mm. right? Just like day and night, light and darkness, Mm. uh, joy and sorrow. Yes. Right? All this. Yeah, and I feel it deeply because especially, I don't know, like personally, I feel like when you're younger, right? When you experience kindness is you take it for granted. Mm. Then when you have experienced uh, darkness of your own, mm. you grow up, right? When you desperately need kindness and you get it, mm-hmm. you finally realise how precious. precious it is. Mm. So then this poem expresses that. Yes. Like how precious kindness is. Yes. And then you realise it's the only thing that matters. Yeah, it elevates your level of appreciation. When you know that this is something that is to be treasured, to be cherished, doesn't come easy. Or how the exact opposite can actually feel. Yeah, correct. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Very powerful. Okay. Okay, so the that was the previous one? distinction. Yeah. So the next one is... Audition versus um, authenticity. Yes. So now, you know our life with internet, social media, so many people are putting their perfect lives in the open. Right? Mm. Like we are all constantly auditioning for a role or a part to play right? in a Hollywood movie, right? Now, when we show up from an authentic space, it frees us up to explore our real selves while giving other people permission to do the same. This is what auditioning versus authenticity is like, okay? So 
the invitation is for all of us to start to explore and, and feel um, what is it like to share your authentic self. Mm. Yeah. So, so when you look at other people, um, and this is what we're going to talk about next, which is chase versus uh, choice, um, is when you see other people living that life or doing those things, sometimes you, f- you think that um, this is what the version of success looks like. This mm. is what the version of happiness looks like. So you feel a natural tendency to want to emulate. Yeah. Right? And then you go like, okay, I want to audition like them also. I want to do something that is not really me. I'm playing a part. Mm. Right? But it's not authentic. Mm. Right? Mm. And I think the feeling is very different again. Yes. Right? Like when you present this um, fake part of yourself, maybe mm-hmm. on social media or to mm-hmm. other people, and then you get good feedback. Mm-hmm. It falls empty. It feels empty also. Mm-hmm. But when you put out the real self, mm-hmm. and then you get good feedback. Mm-hmm. Ah, this time it feels deeper, it feels real, mm-hmm. right? Because you can truly own it. You yeah. have full ownership of that compliment. Correct. So again, the beautiful thing is we actually know, like, like we know what we, what really lights us up, mm-hmm. right? And, and we need to constantly remind ourselves to get back into this state yes. of really seeing, uh, am I being authentic? Mm-hmm. Am I being, um, I don't know, people pleasing? Mm-hmm. You know, am I trying to take on a role Mm. Yeah, is this? I think it's a practice to it is a practice. come back to this state. Come back, yeah, practice and come. Back. I like what you say. I think that life, right? A lot of self development, actualization work is about having a lifetime practice of constant returning. It's yeah. just tools of returning and returning. Returning, returning. It's like the meditation, right? You returning, yeah. breathe and then you get distracted. You come back to the anchor point, which is your breath. Yes. Come back and return. The act of returning is the beauty of it all. This, mm. this practice. So these distinctions that we have just shared with you, whether it's audition versus authenticity, are you tired or are you drained? You know, are you pleasing or are you serving? It is a constant returning. It's mm. like, okay, now I'm serving and then after that, I go into pleasing mode. Mm. And then you realise you're in pleasing mode, you return to serving mode. Yeah. Or like you're tired and then you become drained and then you say, oh my God, now I'm drained but I want to return <laughs> to being tired. It's this constant returning and reminding yourself, you know. Yeah. Yes. And it's very important that we know that returning is the mechanism. Yes. Rather than think, wow, now I'm in a, I'm a, pe- I'm in a people-pleasing mode. It means I'm a terrible human being. Why mm-hmm. am I like that? Mm-hmm. I should be very authentic. Mm-hmm. I should give out of... But no, right? Mm-hmm. It is this act of returning that is yes. part of practice. So yes. it doesn't make us horrible mm. if we fall into the so-called negative state. Yes. Or, or imagine because that this is a once done, is a done deal kind of thing. <laughs> like, okay, now that I'm authentic, I'm forever authentic. <laughs> no, you will forget to be authentic. And then <laughs> yeah. you'll be people pleasing and you'll be lying and you'll be like, you know, you'll be just doing all those. Just return back. Yes. Then return just return. Back. Yes. So like, like that's why I love um, the practice of meditation because it's very meta. It's, it's about when you r- notice that you have a monkey brain, you don't judge it and you just neutrally return back return. to the breath. Mm. Drop all judgments. That's what they keep saying, right? Mm, it's mm. such a simple thing. We don't know why we're practicing this. This is why, mm. right? It is to just return. The act of returning is so powerful. And that when we return, we don't make it mean anything. Yes. It's just like, this is human condition. Noted, now I'm going back. But this is why it's powerful because previously you may not know that there are two states that you can be yeah, in. That's correct. a distinction. But now correct. you're like, oh, now at least when I'm in this other state, I, I realise I'm in this other state and now I want to move to this other state which is better for me intentionally. Yes, yes. that is so powerful. Yes. Mm. <sighs> okay, next one. Chase versus choice. Now, okay, sometimes we chase arbitrary goals that are based on somebody else's life or expectations. 
right? Like example, the society's definition of success, right? We all chase that, right? Chase is not a bad thing as long as it is based on your personal choice and not somebody else's expectations. Choice gives you power. So many a times my clients will come to my call and say, I have no choice, I have no choice. I say, no, mm. I have no choice is a T line. Mm. It's a thought, it's not just a circumstance. You will always have a choice. Then they say, mm. I have no choice, no, I've got to feed my kids. I say, really? <laughs> I say, can you find me moms who don't feed their kids? <laughs> yes, but that's cruel. I say, yeah, but that's a choice. You don't want to be cruel. Don't tell me that you have no choice, but you have chosen to feed ah, your kids. okay. You see, there's a difference. I'm not oh, telling okay, you okay. to not feed your kids. I'm just telling you that you have, in a way, chosen not to be nasty. So don't feel so bad about your decision because you have chosen to feed your kids. Yeah, because you tell me you have no choice. It's, it's not true. It's, it's victim, a lie. It's, it's victimizing. Yes, you are stronger and more empowered than you think you are. Mm. Right? So for example, a lot of uh, students, like last time, uh, I also struggled with this. Like, um, Can you imagine me doing a degree in accountancy? Because my mom wanted me to. But and you I, considered, seriously considered? My results were very good and I got, I got accepted in accountancy at NTU. Uh -huh. But two weeks before school started, I started crying because I had panic attacks. I was <laughs> like, oh my God, I cannot. Oh I, cannot I cannot crunch. Knows. Yeah, I cannot crunch numbers. This is so misaligned. You know, I feel drained. I feel depleted even before school the school started. Even, started right? yeah. <laughs> even though I slept up. So what I did was I wrote this long appealing letter to uh, Professor Ediko who, who runs a communication studies. Um, and he's the dean. La. He was the dean. So I wrote and then I pleaded. I wrote. Uh, then some of my letter is uh, that use uh, ink to write one right at that time not typed out one then I was crying <laughs> onto a piece of paper then you see like chromatography you know like blotches of my tears and everything I even circle and say these are real tears you know so anyway I got accepted okay. and the rest is history okay. but a lot of people don't have the guts to do that last minute right? they don't have the, uh, the, the chance to do this U-turn yeah. so what happens is that you spend three years four years doing a degree that's totally misaligned just because your parents wanted you to mm. so that's a chase that's not a choice not your choice. It's somebody else's choice somebody for else's, you. Yeah. Right? And you have chosen to take on other people's choice. Yes, it's still your choice. <laughs> but you have chosen to take on other people's choice. You are saying other people. And again, you see how we're stacking? That is you trying to please other people except yourself. Uh, so, so that is other people's choice. Mm. Then there's also another scenario where you have made a choice. Mm -hmm. And then you have changed mm. your mind. Right? Mm. You have grown. And you want to make a second choice. Mm. But now you're scared. Because mm. you already made that previous choice. Mm. But you should know that you still have the choice yes, to make are. a new choice. Hey, come on. Do you need me to tell you that, mm, boy, uh, girl, uh, you have the permission to change your mind one, you know? <laughs> you don't need permission. The permission slip that you're asking from somebody else to change your mind you have it. is to you be given yeah. to yourself by yourself. Correct. It doesn't come from other people. Mm. So if you're waiting for this to get the permission slip from other people, you're doing it wrong already. Mm. Okay? Yes. Okay, next. Uh, this is edge versus limit. Yes. So you can lean into your edge where it feels slightly uncomfortable, which is great because there's room for growth. We always talk about discomfort is the currency of growth, right? Because it helps you grow. On the other hand, you can push yourself to your limit, but you won't be ready to process the experiences because you'll be overextending your capacity and that may lead you to burning out. So you need to, especially people who are very invested in personal growth, or let's say you go to the gym, you want to get healthy, you need to know, are you pushing yourself to the edge or to the limit? Mm. It's different, yeah? Yeah. Okay? So edge tires you out, limits drains you. Yeah. Okay? Okay, next one. Looking successful versus being a success. Yes. 
So is success more of an internal process for you or is it something that you define by what other people may think of you, mm. right? Are you focusing more on how you look good or on what feels good to you? So this is exactly what Diana's uh, call was about yesterday. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a lot. It's a lot of like being defined by what other people think. Yes, like yeah. like your version of what is good enough is when people agree that that yeah. looks good on you. Yeah. This looks good. Remember what she was saying? Yeah, I decide. I told her, reframe. You decide what looks good. What yeah. good looks like. What good looks like, right? This is exactly Correct. what I'm talking so not about. Not what society thinks. Yes. Okay, so choose what you want to experience for yourself based on your own terms. If you base it on other people's terms, even when you manage to lie your way through and bluff your way through and manage to convince other people that you are who they think you are, you are living a lie Mm. and you are out of alignment and integrity. And then you will come to the end of your life. Yes, and then on your deathbed, you'll be like, "Mm, what for? What have I done? Like, what the fuck? I've pleased everyone. Then? Then what? (laughs) I pleased everyone and all these people are dead already. (laughs) Before me, for example. (laughs) Very, very quirk, right? <laughs> What's the point? What's the point? The only person you want to please is your fucking self. Mm. And on your deathbed, you go like, oh my God, I had the most pleasing life. I had a good <laughs> ride, man. Yes. Fuck. I, yeah, I did whatever the F I wanted, even though other people did not agree. Yes. But that's oh all that God. matters because this is what I wanted this ticket to mean. Damn it. This one shot. Yeah, so uh, our next generation will live more like that. Yes. Because they are more aware, I mm-hmm, think. Mm-hmm. Their consciousness is yeah. awakening. La. There's yeah. a mass awakening of consciousness. Yeah. yeah. And also, our generation is beginning to um, stop the passing down the in, uh, intergenerational trauma. Yes. It stops at us, right? Yes. So you see the way on it, our, our on peers it. are all, all uh, kind of rearing the little young ones in a different way. Yes. Right? We are, like, for example, we don't beat them that much now mm-hmm. or we don't tell them to stop crying or, or like it's not okay to display your emotions. Yeah, yeah. Like we're more affectionate with them also yes, now. Yes. So the language is, it involves love, right? But our, our era, our generation, we're not that touchy-feely with our parents. Yeah. Right? It feels a bit awkward to talk about love and things like that. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So it's quite different and I different. think more people are also burning the manual. Yes. Like a lot of rules, last time invisible rules, now people are starting to think like, hey, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why are we putting ourselves in like a glass cage and yes. then we throw the key away. Yeah. Why? <laughs> why do we do that? Like, why? Why? Then they're like, oh yeah, I don't need to be in this glass cage, right? Yes, you have a choice. Hello? I can go and go into outside world and Correct. do what I want. Correct. So can you imagine like one day when we finally get to the point where everybody agrees that other people can be whoever the fuck they want to be. Mm. It's pure liberation. Mm. Right? We stop it to be like control freaks. Oh, we try evolving towards yes. that kind of world. Yes. It'll take forever, but I love okay. it. Okay, last one. Pain versus suffering. Okay, this is our last distinction for today's wow. class, yeah. This one, uh. Pain versus suffering. Life yes. is Life 50. is 50 50. We did an entire episode on this. Life is 50 50, which means there will be pain. There will be the good beats and there will be the bad beats. So life happens and there will be painful events. Things happen and they hurt. Okay, but whether and how we suffer is a choice that we can make. So you always hear us saying pain is inevitable, but the suffering is optional. Mm. Okay, so now when you are stuck in a past story of suffering, okay, victimhood, you have the choice of working on overcoming your past hurt or if you want to keep replaying that in the experience of suffering. Okay, so that 
you replay the suffering that you, the pain that you had in the past and you continue to make it current. Mm. That is the suffering bit that is optional. Right. Okay, so for example, you have been fired for something that you aren't 100% responsible for at work. Okay, so you're like, oh my God, I don't, how, how can they just fire me? This is so unfair. So you're seething, you feel victimized, you're angry. And for six months, you just mop around with that heavy feeling, that anger. And then what happens? You are not sending out your resumes. You're not looking out for a new job. You're not moving on, right? This is the suffering that is optional. Mm. The pain of being let go and being like unfairly treated is a one-time event. Yep, yep. But if you keep replaying that one-time event, you're prolonging it. <laughs> and that is your choice. Okay? Yeah. So we've come to the end of this class. 13 Whoa. Excellent Distinctions. What a lightweight episode. Lightweight. <laughs> lightweight as in it's short. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's heavy, for me. heavy weight in content yes, still. Yes, it's meaty. Okay? Yes. So, Xiao Maos, with all the distinctions, there are a lot more distinctions, but I think these are like big ones that you can immediately apply. We would like to invite you to keep exploring other distinctions and these distinctions and incorporate them into your self-coaching, daily coaching. You can coach yourself. Mm. So, you just yes, watch yes. yourself. Ah, am, I, am I a victim now or am I a hero now? Am I chasing or am I making a choice? Correct. Uh, is this pain or is this optional suffering? Yeah. Yes, do I powerful. look? Do I try to look like a success, or mm -hmm. am I actually success. really successful? Yeah. Are you doing or are you being? Ah, ah <laughs> that's another one, right? Are you procrastinating or are you purposefully delaying? Mm. Right. Ah, are you anxiously resting or are you having a true sacred pause? Nice. You see. Yes. Different distinctions and they are so powerful. Yes, yes, right? yes. Sometimes we do, we go through the motion and we're doing something but the energy that we are doing it with is salah. Correct. Like, are you experiencing superficial happiness mm. or, or joy. true joy? Correct. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Are you making money that lights you up? Ah. Uh, are you making money that continues to pay you. Yes, uh, whatever <laughs> lah. You know, what kind of money are you making? But no judgment here. Just I think at the end of the, of the day, bring it back to the fact that everything is a choice and you have the power. Mm. Then whatever you want to choose is up to you. And don't beat ourselves up lah. Mm -hmm. Right? Just keep returning. We are human after yes, all. Yes, the practice of returning is... a lifelong is practice. Lifelong pra practice and it's beautiful, it's powerful and there's a reason why we do it. Mm. And we're here to practice with you. Yes. And you can check us out at lito.academy. Yes. If, if you, you want to do practice this with us. Yes. Uh, we'll be opening our doors for Again, uh, third cohort in like September, a, I think. It's coming soon. <laughs> I mean, Lito the man. Next month mm. is the last month already, no? So of fast, huh? Yes! And then I realised, oh shit, I need to do work on the issue casual days. of casual yeah, days. Yeah, people still want to do what? Uh, uh, what casual power work? Ayah, don't talk about it. Me, me, me. Do you want pain or you want suffering? <laughs> I don't want either of that. <laughs> yeah, okay, 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 okay. okay. So let's do our songs. Um, I don't know what song you're doing, but let's play my song first. Because okay. I think it's, sure, perfect. Sure, sure, <laughs> it's sure. perfect for this episode. Yeah. Okay, it's a very short so you think my song not perfect? <laughs> more, more perfect because I don't know what your song is. So okay, I, okay. I know mine is very perfect. Okay. It's called I'm Going Bananas. <laughs> and it's by Madonna. And I know this episode is just going to screw your mind up so much. <laughs> right? I'm Going Bananas. And there's this particular lyric um, line that is, is just so funny. I just burst out laughing. It says, I'm Going Bananas. I feel like my poor little mind is dev being devoured by piranhas. <laughs> 
It's very funny. It's a very short song. I think it's only like one minute plus only. Okay, so please mm. enjoy. Nice, nice. Mm. Then my song, my song is by Fan Xiaoxuan. Oh, I was wondering how come so long no Fan Xiaoxuan, huh? Fan Xiaoxuan is back Yay! because mm. Fan Xiaoxuan to me mm. embodies a very awakened person. Yes, yes, I know. Because mm. she was so hong, right? Mm. And then she is just so in tune with herself. Mm. She knows exactly like the distinction between like, for example, real success mm. and fake success. And life living on her own terms. Correct. I think that's what like, she returned to. Am I to. making your, the music that you want me to make mm. or do I want to make my own music? Mm. That maybe doesn't sell. Yes, and she was willing to accept mm-hmm. that, right? She could have become like a huge star. Mm. She chose not to. Mm. And at what cost? Yeah. Mm. So I think she's damn fucking cool. Mm. So today I'm going to play Fan Xiaoxin's song again. Oh, it's I called Darling. It's from one of her oh, early I know. albums. Mm. And she wrote right. it when she was damn young. Yes. So, okay. hope you enjoyed this meaty but short episode. Actually, also not very short. Like, it's 15 minutes already. I was short also this kind of length. Yeah. Okay. So, talking about the practice of returning, we will be returning in two weeks' time. See you. Yes. See you. Love Bye. You. Bye. Love you.
This is Joy Chua. I'm really, really excited because I think there is a very good cause going on for all those sensitive souls out there. And it's called Lito Academy. So if you're feeling very lost, somehow, whether you're in your 20s or 30s or 40s, and you need someone to support you in a very spiritual manner, whether it's um, business, whether it's life, whether it's love, I think Lito Academy is the best place to go. And so, if you would like to know more about Lito Academy, you can go to lito.academy and uh, find out more from there. Be on their mailing list. You will definitely gain a lot from there. So see you there, all the xiao mouse, and good luck.